Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. left to play and there's Wall down the lane again for two. Harden will shoot it from the outside and he picks up where he left off last season with a three. And we are back once again to another installment of Believe in the Rockets only on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I am your host, SB Nation credential reporter covering your favorite basketball team, the Houston Rockets, Cody M. Davis, along with my partner in crime. Former NBA player, Houston Rockets, Joaquin Hawkins. What's up, CD? Nothing much, Hawk. I'm glad that you are back, man. I know our listeners miss you, but... More importantly, I miss you. So I just want to say welcome back. But ladies and gentlemen, before we get started, I do want to remind you guys to please subscribe to Believe in the Rockets on all your favorite podcast streaming services. And if you are on Apple Music by any chance, please be sure to leave us a five-star review and please leave us a comment and please tell us what you love most about this show. The preseason is over and on Wednesday, the Rockets will tip off their 2021 NBA season against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Hulk, with so much going on, it is hard to get a sense of how good, how average, or how bad the Rockets can be this coming season. But first and foremost, I do want to say, after what I saw in the preseason, I still believe that this is going to be a playoff team. And I do believe that this can still be one of the top teams in the West. But of course, a big portion of this will depend on how long James Harden will continue to wear a Houston Rockets jersey. So later on in the show, I want to discuss the rumors that are continuously surrounding Harden. And since I covered the Harden trade saga on our latest installment, Hawk, I would like to get your perspective on things, but more so, if you can, could you take us behind the scenes on how would you feel if you were James Harden teammate surrounding this situation, especially since you are a former player, a former NBA player, I might add, as yourself? Well, it's it's for one, you know, you got to be very optimistic about the season. Um, You know, everyone has championship hopes. Um, and it starts with everyone being healthy. So, you know, right now the, the Rockets are in a, in a good position where they have a, a, a healthy roster. Um, DeMarcus Cousin, um, obviously being in the John Wall, being their biggest uh, asset to the team, um, signing this, this um, during this free agent uh, period. Um, that along with Christian Woods, man, I love this Christian Woods kid, man. Oh. I, I really think, yeah, I think it's a really good um, addition um, and again, it, it, it brings them and have to give them with a little bit more versatility now, uh, with cousins and wall. Now, um, I'm, I'm going to first speak with, as if Harden is going to stay and having those four, obviously you got your three with wall and cousins and, and Harden. 
I, as you said, they definitely are a playoff team. Um, how quickly can they get that, that chemistry together? You know, only time will tell. But I think the makeup of the team compared to last season, I think it's a bonus. You got a different coaching staff, um, obviously, uh, GM, different GM there. there. But the fact that they do have the pieces um, is, is a bonus because look at the whole NBA. I mean, everyone has stepped up their game. And so I think that the Rockets have done enough uh, to push a little bit further uh, as far as their, rock, their roster the way it is now. Um, but, you know, it depends on what Mr. JH is going to do. Is he going to stay? Is he going to leave? Is he only going to be here for the beginning of the, of the season? You know, we don't know. My, my personal opinion, I think he's out of here. I think he's going to leave, but I think it's not going to happen until January. You say January. I think this trade is actually going to happen before Wednesday season opener. But Hawk, like I mentioned, we're actually going to talk about that later on in the show. But first, as promised to our listeners, I want to discuss the positives and the negatives of what we saw throughout the preseason. As we all know, the Rockets went three and one during their preseason outing, picking up wins against the San Antonio Spurs and the Chicago Bulls. And before I start talking about John Wall, before I start talking about the Marcus Cousins, and even before we start talking about James Harden I want to start this conversation talking about Christian Wood this is a guy to be honest with you I did not know much about he was cut from this team in 2015 after he went undrafted he spent the majority of his career bouncing around the league playing for the 76ers the Hornets the Bucks the Pelicans and even going through the G League for the majority of that time Last year, he finally has his opportunity to show his NBA potential as a starter for the Detroit Pistons. And he averaged 13 points on the season, but there was a 10 to 15 game stretch where he really started scratching the surface of how good he can be, averaging somewhere between the ballpark of 25 and 10, if I'm not mistaken, prior to the league suspension in March. I'm not going to lie to you, Hawk. When I saw the Rockets signing Christian Woods and I saw a couple fans actually being excited about this, I really did not know what to expect. I'm not about to sit here and say that he's going to turn into Anthony Davis, the guy that both DeMarcus Cousins and Eric Gordon both say that he remind them of. But I do want to say after one game, after one preseason game, Wood has made a believer out of me. 27 points, 10 rebounds in 24 minutes. Well, let me start by saying his makeup, um, his his journey to get where he is. Um, uh, I have a little experience of, you know, I wasn't drafted. Um, I wasn't a big name player. I mean, dude, I only averaged nine, 10 points in college. So I, no NBA team was even looking, um, looking at me. Uh, but the things that I did on the court, uh, I knew that it only takes one team to like you. It only takes one coach to like you. And I knew uh, with me and my preparation, I knew eventually if I was to get the opportunity, I'll be able to show that. And I think that's what's happening right now with Christian Woods, man. I mean, for him to not to be not be drafted, uh, as you said, no one even heard of this, this cat until uh, really until, you know, last year with, with the uh, with, with, uh, with Detroit and coming in this preseason, having the numbers he had in that one preseason game. Now, being realistic. We know that the team that he played against, they probably didn't have their starters to play as much, but he showed his potential. And once you get to a new team, they're also, they always going to give you the opportunity, and it's up to you to show your potential. So I think he's, he's proven 
or he showed that he has the potential, but he has to prove it that he can be more consistent. Um, and then just having the the other pieces that's already proven themselves, like a Harden, like a Wall, like a Demarcus Cousin, having those three in addition to having Christian Wood, and you have um, all the other pieces, it's 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 a it's a it's a successful team in the making, but you got to have everybody on the same page. And my biggest positive that I want to take away from the preseason actually involves Wood and DeMarcus Cousins because the Rockets are still going to play their five-out offense. But now since you have two big men who can shoot, they no longer have to worry about giving up the size advantage that they did last year. And I think that is what ultimately hurt Houston because you truly couldn't play a five-out offense with Russell Westbrook and Clint Capella on the floor. And once they departed with Clint Capella to Atlanta, they did not have anybody to match up with the size of Anthony Davis. <laughs> the Rockets no longer have that problem with DeMarcus Cousins and Christian Wood on this roster. Plus, what I love even most about both of those additions both of these players have a soft touch around the basket, which means the Rockets now have a great inside presence down on the low block. Um, I see they have versatility down, man. I mean, last year, obviously, small ball, they didn't have as much versatility. And, you know, it's only so much you can go having no versatility. You have shooters, you have defenders. But if you don't have that inside presence when you need it, um, you know, you, you limit yourself as a team, man. So I, I think, well, I know now that, that the fact they have cousins and now they have Christian Woods, you know, that, that gives them uh, a solid inside presence. But they also, as you said, they have the, the, the opportunity for those same guys to, to step out, uh, to, to, to be versatile, shoot that three. Uh, Christian Wood, I mean, one time he got the rebound and, you know, brought the ball down full length of the court. James Harden looking for the, to the looking for the pass, and he like, no, I got this, and and having that type of um, additional scoring punch is is only going to to help uh, the Rockets in the long run. And I had the opportunity to ask Silas, you know, what's the possibility that we're going to see a starting five with both Christian Wood and DeMarcus Cousins? And at the time, he said he really didn't know. However, I think he did know. He just don't want to leak any information out um, about this new look Rockets team. However. I can see the Rockets having a depth lineup, and I can see that depth lineup being when you have both Christian Wood and DeMarcus Cousins on the floor at the same time because the versatility that both of those guys have is going to be really hard for Houston's opponents to match up with it on any given night, especially when they're sharing the court at the same time as John Wall, James Harden, and Eric Gordon. Now, of course, I do want to touch on this talking about big men. You also got to talk about what they can bring defensively. Um, Christian Wood, I'm still not too sure. I heard he has the potential to develop into a really good defensive player. As for DeMarcus Cousins, look, Cousins has never been a defensive center. However, what DeMarcus Cousins does bring on the defensive side of the floor is just a big body to bang with the likes of Anthony Davis and Nikolai Jokic and Rudy Gobert. And if this team does stay intact and if the team does stay healthy, I believe that this is going to actually improve the Rockets' chances versus them depending on the likes of a P.J. Tucker and a Robert Covington. As I said, man, versatility wins basketball games, man. And, and the more versatile you are, the the, the further you can go. Um, what? Cousins are improving that, you know, he's an inside presence. He can bang, but as we said, we, we know that he can also shoot the three. Uh, Christian Woods, uh, he's not maybe a proven inside player, 
but just his versatility alone, uh, it helps. It helps when you have someone that size, um, you know, and, and being able to, to, to bring the ball up, you know, play defense, maybe on a small forward on the def- defensive end, uh, but to step out and, and handle the ball to, to get to the rack. Um, Wall and Harden, they speak for themselves. So, I, I, again, it, they definitely have the makeup of a team that can have some success. And, uh, man, I, I really hope and pray that we can at least see some of that before, you know, anything else changes. And what I hope we actually see a lot of is a backcourt that featured the likes of John Wall and James Harden. And, Hawk, before we get into it, man, how do you feel about Mr. John Wall coming into Houston and taking your old number? (laughs) (laughs) Man, I was going to bring it up myself. I was looking at an interview of him today, and he was talking about um, that he he wore number one during his AAU uh, days. And he said uh, he couldn't choose number 11 because it's already retired. And so I'm thinking, I was like, man. I should have worked a little bit harder. I could have got my number. Number one could have been retired, so he couldn't have wear that one either. <laughs> <laughs> and another positive that I do want to talk about, of course, is John Wall. Now, we all know that he's coming off a two-year break due to injury, but after watching this guy play in three of the four preseason games that he played in, I am very excited to know what John Wall can do in the Houston Rockets jersey. He looked explosive as ever, get into the rim at will. With his high IQ and playmaking ability, he's able to find his teammates. He's able to set up nearly everybody on the court. And I think more importantly, the addition of John Wall to this roster, I think is going to make the game a lot easier for James Harden. A guy, by the way, who has always expressed the desire to play alongside another quality ball handler. Now, you can say, well, Cody, Hawk. He played alongside Chris Paul. He played alongside Russell Westbrook. It literally doesn't get any better than that. And you're right. But at the end of the day, this is my opinion. This is me talking. Nobody told me this. But in my opinion, I think James Harden had a problem in trusting Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook when he was their teammate. And I think I said this a couple weeks ago in one of our other shows that it was hard for James Harden to get accustomed to playing with Chris Paul because he was always hurt. The man never played more than 58 games. (laughs) And as for Russell Westbrook, not only was Westbrook in and out of the lineups due to precaution over his knee, but it's Russell Westbrook. Nine times out of 10, you might not get the ball back once Russell Westbrook touches the ball. However, with John Wall, he's a pass first point guard. And not only that, nearly every single press conference Wall is speaking on how it's his responsibility to be the floor general, how he is the point guard. He even joked and talked about with the amount of weapons that he has on the floor in Houston, he actually believes that he can average somewhere in the ballpark between 11 and 12 assists this season. (laughs) And even though he kind of said it in a joking manner, I believe that that is actually a realistic possibility for John Wall this season. Um, I agree, man. I, I think this his upside on this particular team because of the shooters that are surrounding him. Um, I'm not going to say 12, but I, I, I still think he can get the nine and 10 per game. Um, I, I can see him averaging about 19, uh, not needing to score as much, uh, especially if Harden stays. But um, I can definitely see him almost averaging a, a double double, you know, as far as me too. Uh, points and assists. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just the fact that 
I mean, hey, as as an athlete, you always hear the rumors or what people say about you as an athlete. You know, mm-hmm. you can't shoot, you can't dribble. I mean, I, I've heard it all myself. And you best believe he's been working on trying to not only improve his his uh, jump shooting, but his three point shooting. But and he's going to be doing it. He's going to be probably taking more three point shots per game. So um, I think just him just still having that explosiveness. That's what this team is going to need. Him shooting three point shots. Um, would definitely help. I think it'll be uh, in addition to what uh, they need as a team overall, having a point guard that can that can attack and shoot the three. But you know, I think overall, if if he can average around nineteen, maybe twenty, and get those, you know, eight, nine, ten, ten assists a game, hey man, the the Rockets are looking good. And again, it just really depends how far they can go uh, with or without uh, without James. And I know I said we're going to talk about both the positives and the negatives of the Rockets preseason. And on the court, the only negative that I could really think of is the fact that rebounding still might be an issue for this team. However, the biggest negative of all is the trade rumors surrounding James Harden and the Houston Rockets. And Hulk, since I talked about this issue on our last installment of Believe in the Rockets, I want to give the floor over now to you. I want you to share with the listeners your perspective on everything that's surrounding James Harden and the Rockets at the moment. And if you can, as an ex-NBA player, can you put yourself in the shoes of his teammates and how they might be feeling with everything that's going on? Man, let me tell you, I've been waiting to to speak with you about this and our listeners, man, I got to say for the last week. So actually, I'm going to give you three different perspectives. So you're going to have two different perspectives and then you're going to have a reality. So let me give you my perspective of, of what I would like to see. Um, and mm-hmm. it's just the, the type of person I am is just what I've been through in my life. And again, I wasn't drafted. I wasn't a, um, a top pick. I wasn't um, a McDonald's All-American, but I believe in taking advantage of opportunity and giving everything a chance. So I personally feel that Harden should stay. I think he should stay for at least one more year. Give it a chance. You know, the fact that Silas is a, you know, uh, it's not too many African-American head coaches that we have in, in, in the league. I, I want him to support that. Um, it starts with himself being comfortable where he is in his life. He got his money already. So it's not like he's he's cert- he's hurting for, for financial means. So I'm like, you got Silas is a, is a good sh- coach. You have a, a, um, a well-rounded a roster now with Demarcus Cousins and and um, and Wall and all these other players that's already been with you that you've been fighting for to to try to get past that that second round in the playoffs. So personally, I think he should definitely give it a shot, give it an opportunity. If it doesn't work after one season, hey, we tried it. Time to move on. So that's my own personal perspective. Secondly, you have the second perspective of the fans, the organization. And the team. Yes, we all want him to stay. We want to see if he can help this team and not be like all the other superstars that only leave when it's 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 easier for them to go somewhere else. So as a as a teammate, as a you know, uh, a person that's part of the organization, even fans, yeah, I'm sure you want him to stay. But then you have, in my in my words, I say the reality, you James Harden. How long have you been with the Rockets? Eight years. How many times have you guys had a chance to change your roster to get to where you want to go? You had you went from Westbrook. You went with um, Chris Paul. You, you, you tried all those different things. 
and you never got past what second, third round. So for James Harden, it's like, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look and see how many more years I have to play this game that I love. Where can I go, or what position I should say, can my can I put myself in to have the best opportunity to win a championship? So James Harden is 31 years old, been with the Rockets what for eight years. Every year he made some um, some changes or the Rockets made some changes to accommodate him. And he still haven't got over the hump to get to that championship um, round. And now it's that time. Am I going to sit here and wait another eight years? Am I going to sit here and wait another two or three years? I just think for him, it's time to move because he know his window of make of getting to that championship uh, and getting that ring is being more limited now. So from the standpoints of those three perspectives, which one matters the most? My perspective doesn't matter at all. You know, the fans, um, the organization, it matters, but it doesn't matter as much as James Harden. I think he's out, man. I hate to say it. I think um, the sooner, the better for the Rockets because now the focus will be more on the organization. Um, but I really feel that, you know, this is the, the end of the James Harden era. And rightfully so, man, he, he's, give, he's given everything to the organization. He's given everything to the city and vice versa. The organization has given him everything. But I think this is now there's a, there's a conflict because now there's no more that the organization can give him. And I think he's, he's ready to make that move so that he can um, have a better chance to, to win a championship in his eyes with another, another organization. As an ex-player, what about putting yourself in the position of his teammates? How do you think they might feel about this whole James Harden demanding the trade situation? Ooh, that's tough, man. But you you gotta you gotta respect the man wishes, but at the same time, you gotta move forward, move forward of what, what you're doing and where, where you are. And um, you know, I wouldn't be definitely would not be feeling good the fact that you're demanding a trade, but you're still around. Um, that's a tough situation to be in because as a player, James Harden is is he's telling everyone, I don't want to be here. Do what's needed so that I can leave, so I can be happy, so that you as an organization don't have to worry about me expressing why I don't want to be here. So as a teammate, yeah, that's that's hurtful because you you know you want people that's going to be in the Tristans the Tristans with you. They want people that's going to be you know in, in the war with you, and um, and that's that's tough to deal with. So uh, I, I hope and I pray, dude, that you know James can be respectful. Uh, it seems like he's trying to do that. Uh, I looked at a couple of the interviews of. of the reporter is trying to put, press his buttons and and ask him certain questions, and he's being very. Um, that was very <laughs> awkward living in the moment with that. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I was right. sitting on the other end of the computer, like, okay, <laughs> yeah, but he's doing his best, man. So I, I commend him because he can make it all about him, him, him. I want to be out of here. Why they don't let me? He can do all that. It's James Harden, and they still got to pay him. He's still gonna be a part of the team. So if he if he does that, I think he will. Re he, he will lose respect from his, his teammates and even in the fans. So he's doing his best in, in being professional, but as a teammate, um, it got to hurt. It got to hurt a little bit because you're like, man, do you see the team? Do you see what we all can have if we were to work together? And um, you know, but as a, as a player also, you gotta, you gotta stay focused and just say, you know what? It's only so much you can control. It's only so much that you can even deal, work, worry about because at this time, again, the season starts, 
Um, and it's, it's go time. So you can't be worried about anything else other than your own job. And at the time of this recording, there are reports that are saying that the Houston Rockets have expanded their trade talks beyond James Harden's preferred destination. However, the likely destination that he will end up is either Miami or Brooklyn. So, you know, how everything that I wanted to say about this whole James Harden saga, I said it in our last show, but I would like to add this. I am hoping that this turns into another Hakeem Olajuwon, Kobe Bryant, Dirk Nowinski situation because all three of those guys wanted out. And <laughs> come to find out, they were actually a year or two removed from winning a championship. Um, the team actually got them help, and they ended up winning. So like I just mentioned, hopefully the Rockets are in that type of situation where they can salvage the relationship, get James Harden back on board, and have him not only finish his career in Houston, but also, and most importantly, finally capturing that elusive NBA championship. However, I do believe that the writing is on the wall, and <laughs> I I truly believe that we're about to see the departure of James Harden within the next 48 to 72 hours. But with that being said, that concludes another installment of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Hawk. You can also follow me, Joaquin Hawkins, on Facebook. And also you can follow me on IG, CoachHawk247. That's CoachHawk247. And once again, please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Rockets on your favorite podcast streaming services. And if you are on Apple Podcasts by any chance, please give us a five-star review and leave us a comment letting us know what you love the most about this podcast. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.